0: Hello 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 It's Chan Goldstein and you're at all that matters our weekly positivity podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This is like our 82nd episode which I cannot believe. By the way I have a question for you. what's the wildest journey you ever took? think think of all the journeys you've taken in your life. What's the wildest? The craziest? Maybe the most enlightening. We'll come back to that in just a minute. As we look forward to this spring, our wishes go out to those who are so very much in need. And wishes for shalom, for peace, for salam. Right now, this is being recorded in a weekend where there's a convergence of Easter and Passover and Ramadan, and with that convergence, we recognize, oh, just the remarkable nature of our intersections in life. I hope that whatever you are celebrating, or if you're not celebrating any of those and you're Of a different background, of a different culture, or choosing to just celebrate your own sort of passage of time, each one of us finds the things to celebrate that are meaningful to us. In Passover, this is a celebration of freedom and hope, which I think you also find in Easter and in Ramadan in each of these we find expressions of uh, a lifting up of the spirit and ultimately that's what all that matters our weekly podcast has been all about and continues to be about uplifting the spirit so i hope that you'll check out jangoldstein.com i hope you look for the books there because The books that started me on my journey here, the two nonfiction and the three novels that are listed there that you can find out more about, are really stories ultimately about lifting the spirit, Uh, and they're about opportunities for forgiveness and second chances in life, which ultimately is the best positivity of all. We get to do it again. And thank you for being a part of this weekly podcast. We get to do it each week. And the joy of knowing that you're there listening and you're there thinking about it, you're there interacting with the words and stories I share each week um, means so very much. Getting back to the journey, um, my very first novel, All That Matters, where I got the name for this podcast uh, is the story of a journey I've hinted at before in some of my podcasts, which was that once in teaching school uh, in some classes I was teaching, I had a wonderful, incredible student. I had many, of course, over the years, but uh, just this incredible, vivacious young lady. Wonderful uh, basketball player, wonderful student in class, vivacious, who went on to high school and then sadly eventually took her life Uh, and none of us saw it. I don't know if there are always hints, you think there are always ways you could read that, but none of us saw it. And... It so um, weighed on my conscience, and I, I try to think of, and that's when, when you create art or when you go to write a story or do a painting or a poem or write a play or whatever it might be, make a film, write a song, you're taking from personal experience and As I've mentioned before in these podcasts, I I was searching in this case for uh, a story about a young girl, and I wanted that story to contain someone who could speak to her, someone who could interact with her, who might have helped her make a different choice. And so that was the seed of the story. Um, that would become my first novel, All That Matters. And as I began to, to wrestle with it, I thought that I, I created a character who had, um, by her early 20s, uh, gone through uh, a, uh, a home that had ended in divorce, Her parents were divorced. Her father had remarried and was very busy with his new family and a new baby. So she felt not so fully accepted there, this character. Her mother had sadly um, been killed in a a terrible car uh, accident in Santa Monica. She had a man in her life, a young man, who she thought was the one who turns out not to be. He's not someone you can rely on. And she basically comes to a point where her life, right at the beginning, ends up adding up to a choice to end it. In other words... I've had some experience with people who've talked to me about how they've come to a decision. They've sort of added the pros and cons of their life, and they come to a point where, no, she didn't want to go on. So she basically says, well, nobody notices me anyway, this character. And she lays down in the sand in Santa Monica uh, on the coast on the beach, takes a bottle of Xanax and a bottle of tequila, And uh, consumes them and lays down to say goodbye to life. Only problem is, right at the beginning of the novel, somebody notices because one of those big machines that combs the sand on the beach nearly runs over her, discovers her. She's rushed to the hospital where she is rescued to her great dismay. And... Her grandmother comes out of her sickbed in New York City, comes to Los Angeles, steals her out of the psychiatric ward where they place her, and takes her on a journey across America to help her fall in love with life. This is my novel, All That Matters. And it came to me in, in my head one day, it came to me as I'm thinking through this, who would be the most incredible person to intercede? Because I wished I could have interceded in real life. So this is how we, we, sometimes we create works where this is the way we'd like life to be, or this is the way life could be. And in writing something, whether it's a novel or whatever it might be that you're creating, um, you're taking life and you're running it through your own creative process and figuring out answers. What sort of answer might be provided to someone in this situation who says that, well, my life adds up to death. And that is a pretty heavy place to be. And sure enough, Uh, in my story, I came up with the idea that it would be a grandmother. And of all things, her mom isn't there. Her dad doesn't seem to be, although becomes more in the story, becomes more involved with her. This young man isn't there for her. And yet her grandmother has answers that perhaps she's never heard before. And I began writing this, and I wrote about 90 pages of it, and then I found out that I had the wrong character, and I thought to myself, who would this grandmother be? Who would be able to tell someone about life who had decided to give up on it? Maybe it would be someone who had seen the worst that life has to offer and still wanted to live. And still found reasons to go on. And I thought, my God, this grandmother has to be someone who has experienced the Holocaust. This is a Holocaust survivor who has found a way and found a way in the midst of the greatest darkness of her life. Who was ready to give up to the Nazis and was taken in by a woman who hid her in her. Addict for two years, and this really happened to someone in my family. And that she found a way to gratitude, that she found a way every day as she looks out uh, the window of this attic and has to stay perfectly uh, quiet throughout the day, so as not to bring any attention to anyone up in that attic or to put the woman. Who, had, who was saving her in, in jeopardy, but found a way to look out the window in my in my story and find something beautiful each day, find something worth having gratitude for, whether it's the feeding of a bird, whether it's a new leaf, whatever it might be. And so I created the story, All That Matters, and this grandmother, who's on her last legs in life, who's trying to pass on the gift of life to her granddaughter. And in writing this story, I came to a place inside of me. The story took me. The grandmother took me. And I realized that what I was writing, what I was creating, was the grandmother I never got to meet, my father's mom, who I never got to meet. And so I created her in this book. And what I want to say about this, the journey of creativity and the journey towards light and this remarkable journey that this character, Jennifer, takes with her grandmother, her nana, when she takes this journey across America and ends up in uh, the coast of Maine and then ends up back down in New York City, when she takes this journey and together they find This ability to teach one another something. For the nana, the grandmother, gets a gift from her granddaughter. She gets to give the gift, and in giving the gift, she gets a gift. And the granddaughter, of course, gets a gift from her nana in this story. It becomes a remarkable journey of hope. And it's the wildest journey I was on as I was writing it and I'm laughing and I'm crying and I have to tell you, a person who writes books, stories, novels can absolutely be caught up. You're your own best audience and you know when something isn't working sometimes and other times you need others to tell you. But this one just poured out of me. And in giving these gifts to one another, uh, they found a bond that would last beyond death. Whenever the Nana would die, the granddaughter is seen skating on the ice skating rink in Central Park and can hear the sound of her Nana's voice inside her heart. And that's where she carries her. And I thought, how many of us are lucky enough to carry someone inside our hearts? So, what is the journey you have made the wildest journey. Jennifer and her Nana make this journey from attempting suicide to affirming life. They've gone from the darkness of the Shoah of the Holocaust to embracing the possible possibilities of tomorrow. What journey is that for you? Is there a journey you're about to begin that you're in the middle of or that you've already taken? I hope that in the coming week and weeks, as we take this moment, this juncture of seasons and the time of hope, that it will be a journey of revelation for you, that it will be a journey of illumination. Ralph Waldo Emerson said it is one of the most beautiful compensations of this life that no one can sincerely try to help another without helping themselves. Anna helps Jennifer. Jennifer helps Nana in my novel, All That Matters. Find out who you're helping, even as you help yourself. And until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein. And remember, this is all that matters.